How are we doing, people? Today's episode on What the Heck is a One Man Podcast, if you have not read the title, it's called Berlin. So this particular story was covered recently on another podcast called Paul Smith Podcast. As you can imagine there, given the title, it's Paul Smith's Podcast. For those of you who are listening overseas, optimistic again, Paul is a comedian in the UK. He had a number of videos that went viral on YouTube and absolutely skyrocketed him. So if you are listening overseas, make sure you go and check him out, check out his work, have a look on YouTube at Hot Water Comedy. There's plenty of videos on there, loads of Paul, loads of others, so I'm sure you'll be occupied for hours. I met Paul, obviously, on the stand-up circuit, and this is before he went viral. This is before he had an S-class, the bastard. <laughs> but yeah, I met Paul on the circuit. He was one of the few comedians that would offer advice and help, give you pointers and tips in the right direction. And I always rated Paul for that as... My set was pretty shit, and he identified on it pretty quickly, and I think he just wanted to see if I was a fucking lunatic or not. Getting on the stage, pretending to be Polish. Fucking, this guy's brave. <laughs> I was going to do Scouse Rick and get up and start speaking like this in Liverpool, but I know for a fact that they would look at me and go, he's not fucking Scouse, mate. I cannot wait until I get a producer that can literally be like, Rick, you need to stop doing accents. You need to stop adding them into your podcasts as well. Or get an editor that can literally just chop it out and don't even know about it. But as it's a one-man show over here, it's fucking staying in. Deal with it. <laughs> so, Paul, we discussed it recently on his podcast about his stag night in Berlin, which was fucking crazy. And me and Paul had this moment I think it was literally the first night where shit got weird, but it was fucking hilarious. But building up to the stag do, I actually wasn't meant to be going. As you can imagine, there was a load of people going to his stag do. And unfortunately, I had a disagreement with one of them and we didn't see eye to eye. Probably best I don't go because I don't want to cause any awkwardness We're in a different country. You know, no one wants to be dealing with fucking two people bickering. And then about an actual month before the stag was meant to go ahead... The disagreement was resolved, it was resolved peacefully and very maturely on both sides, to be honest. Um, I think it had just dragged out a little bit too long. It was something or nothing, all was put to bed. So now at this point, there's no reason for me not to go on this stag do. But I hadn't booked on, it had been too long. In my eyes, I'd kind of made that decision that I'm not going now. So the day before Paul was due to fly out for his stag do, he had a gig in Manchester. So his plan was to go and do his gig at the Opera House, once he was finished, he was going to go out into town, get absolutely bladdered. So as you can imagine, it had messy written all over it from the fucking get-go. So I go to the gig, do all the backstage stuff, having a few drinks, and then he invites me to come out on the drinks before the stag do, and I'm like, do you know what? I'm not actually coming on the do, so fuck it. I need to be there in some way or another. I went out with him. It was messy straight away, and the drunker I got, the more I was thinking, Fucking wish, fucking wish I was coming, man. I was pissed off with myself that I'd let my stubbornness kind of get in the way. Like, I'd put this to bed with this other guy. There was going to be no issues, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm having a really good fucking time here. 
but I'd promised to do a load of stuff that next week, as in taking the dog out, making sure the house was spot on. The drunker I got, the more that went out of the window. <laughs> I want to say we've all been there, but we've not. I really got tipped over the edge when Paul started playing the guilt trip on me. You guys have made up. You're my friend. I want you there. You're not coming. What's stopping you? And I tried to give him every excuse under the book. And he said, if you had a ticket right now, could you come next week? And I was like, yeah, but... And I knew there weren't any tickets. I was like, yeah, but it's not the point, is it? Literally, 10 minutes later, I got a tap on my shoulder. And Paul had gone off, booked my fucking ticket. And he was just like, just pay me back when you're ready. At that point, I accepted defeat. And I happily went along. I would probably say less than two hours after my girlfriend dropped me off, I was ringing her back up, asking her to drop my passport off at the club. Mm. Yeah, you can imagine how that conversation went down. She refused to do it, so I had to get a taxi, come home, get my passport throw some stuff in a bag um, and quickly get the fuck out of the house, to be honest. Yeah. Went straight back into town with, I don't know why I did this, because there was like 20 minutes left in the club and it was then straight back to mine anyway. That's where it started to get even more messy. So, we shaved half of Paul's beard off, so we literally had half a face of a beard. I'd, it was me that did it. I like to feel I did it quite neat. Potential barber in the making. We then plastered him with fake tan and we put him in a leprechaun kind of, what's it called? You know them things where you step into them and you've got like a little body on the front. It looks like you're being carried and stuff. So he's in a leprechaun, one of them. And he was fucked. Absolutely fucked. <laughs> he was in the toilet and he was throwing up and he made this noise, which become the noise of the holiday. I say holiday, stag do. His gag reflex when he was throwing up, he made this noise and he went... And it was the weirdest noise ever. And fortunately, we recorded it and throughout the stag do, all we could hear was someone playing that in the video, just someone in the background going... It was fucking great. <laughs> I hadn't told anyone I was coming. I hadn't told my parents, I hadn't told work, I hadn't told uh, my agent, my acting agent... And I was just there and it all kind of dawned on me when I got there for fuck. So I had to do all of that. Thankfully, work found it funny because I was in the good books. Don't work for them anymore. Fuck them in the asshole. And my agent probably expected me to do any self-tapes if they came through or fly back if I got an audition. Thankfully, that didn't happen. Anyway, I am absolutely bladdered at this point. We are all on a major session from the night before on the plane. And as soon as we land... It didn't stop. We were all fucking messy as fuck. Like, I probably never... I don't know how I wasn't as drunk as I should have been. I feel like I handled it quite well because we didn't stop until the fucking night came. Fair play to Paul. He was absolutely fucked before we left, but he somehow managed to turn it around. And he continued. We had a little competition going on as well, so you could last the longest, you know... All the male stag-do-orientated stuff you could imagine. But during night one, 
me and Paul ended up getting lost from the group. Loads of people started dropping off as the night went on. Freddie Quinn got us thrown out of a club because he threw up absolutely fucking everywhere. We weren't allowed in anywhere. Looking at us like you fucking English scumbag pricks. Ruining our clubs. So it was a great impression we'd made around the little circuit on the first night. Thanks a lot for that. Freddie, if you don't know who Freddie is, he's on TikTok and he can't handle his drink. So everyone went their own separate ways, back to the hotel, either got lost somewhere. Me and Paul were walking, completely lost, no idea where he was going, bladdered, singing songs, and we heard this music, this beautiful music coming from somewhere we did not expect. It looked like a little basement, but where we was, it was in the middle of nowhere. There was just this basement with this light gleaming from it. It might have been because we were so drunk that it looked so appealing, but naturally, being as drunk as we were, we was like, should we go in there? So we did. We went in, hoping it was a bar, and or hoping we could have a little, you know, a little boogie. Turns out it was a tango class. And me and Paul naturally thought, well, we were born to do this. We paid in, sat at the bar, got a drink, and we just admired what was going on around us until it was our time to show them what we could do. Now, as much as we was reading the room thinking how lovely it was and how prim and proper and how nice these people were, they probably couldn't have said the same about us. Well, Paul... It was his stag do. He looked a fucking state. I, on the other hand, I looked quite all right, but this is what probably threw them a little bit because I looked okay dress-wise, whereas Paul <laughs> really fucking didn't. And the juxtaposition of that, being in the position we was in as well, probably fucking threw them. Paul had on some size 17 Lonsdale trainers. <laughs> A Lonsdale vest, the biggest three-quarter length shorts you can imagine, and he was plastered even more with fake tan. He looked a fucking state, and he had half a beard. <laughs> they were probably looking at him and more than likely struggling to figure out what the fuck was going on. So after a couple of straight whiskies, that was it. We were up on the floor, in the groove... Mixing in very fluently. I think we did really well, to be honest. We were with the rhythm. It was like we'd done it before. The room were looking at us, and again, they were probably more confused, thinking they're actually all right, these two, but what the fuck's going on? Why did they look like that? <laughs> this is from my point of view. If we was to ask someone in the room that night what their point of view was, I'm sure they'd probably give us a different opinion. But then again, could be wrong. They might turn around and still speak of us of this day. Who knows? I actually really want to go back now just to see if they remember us. <laughs> That'd be fucking great, that. So a good 24 hours had passed and I think it was time for us to call it a night. Building up to that, I think we'd done a very good job to get where we'd got, do what we did and still be alive, to be honest. I think we did a very fucking good job. <laughs> We start to walk back to the hotel. Once again, singing away, enjoying life, talking to everyone in sight. No one give a fuck. Probably thought we was going to try and rob him or something. Got back to the hotel and outside the hotel, this bit wasn't on Paul's podcast, 
cheeky little exclusive for you here. Outside of our hotel, there was fire engines fucking everywhere. We had no idea what was going on. We were probably not in the right state of mind to even consider that it was our hotel. But it was. And we saw all our stag do outside. Everyone, some of them are half asleep. Some of them were still looking rough. And it turns out that someone on our floor, don't know who, decided to run up and down the corridor <laughs> with the fire extinguishers, having a big old fight. And... <laughs> It set all the alarms off and the whole hotel got evacuated. And this was night one. My God. There was also an epic picture that was floating around that someone took of whoever it was that was um, <laughs> using the fire extinguishers. It was actually like a photographer had took these photos. You know, like when you go to a wedding and you've got them like flares and like you um, you waft them around and you get a picture in slow-mo or whatever. It was like that, but with fire extinguishers. <laughs> so yeah i'm sure you can imagine the hotel straight away we're not fans of the paul do paul smith stag do well that's my story of berlin hope you enjoyed it paul stag do part two is coming up at some point when covid finishes so i'm sure there will be another story at some point about day one of part two <laughs> take it easy guys 